0: all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every
1: time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
0: Single item at regular price.
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's Dan Soder and Big Jay Okerson. Welcome to the Bonfire Podcast. We'll have new episodes every morning, Tuesday through Friday. If you want more Bonfire, you can always hear our full show every day on SiriusXM. Dan Soder's off today, uh... He'll be back tomorrow, but he's doing his uh, Billions thing today, I believe today. He told me close set, Full Frontal Nudity by Dan Soder. He's finally going to reveal that big fat hog on screen the way I've always dreamed. Uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sitting in his place, everybody, from the Kata and Kelly show, from You Know What Dude, from Degenerate Season 2 on Netflix, from Comedy Central, a zillion things, the hilarious, the legendary Robert Kelly is here.
0: What's up, guys? Um... I fantasize. We should all draw what we think Dan's cock looks like.
1: Oh, I bet then, I got it. Uh, I bet I got submit. it, down, Pat.
0: Dude, I, I I I know exactly. I've been thinking about this since I met him.
1: I've seen a, I've seen his heavy beans from behind. He thought he was give. He thought he was turning away to put his bathing suit on once uh, in Vegas, and I saw the and I saw the bean bag. And I'll tell you what, if that drag is anything indicative of what that shaft is like, boy, oh boy. Ow.
0: Listen to me, dude. His balls, if you look at his body, nothing makes sense. It's like somebody it's got true. a doll of like four different dolls and put them together. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like, a, it's, like a, it's like a project toy. Like, you know, the, it's like look who we got you, Jeremiah. And uh, it's just a bunch <laughs> of different
1: arms. It's a GI Jim? It's like a knockoff.
0: Yeah, there's like a Barbie arms. Uh, <laughs> he's got like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like GI <laughs> Joe legs. He's definitely got like some type of superhero head.
1: Um, I'm so happy you're here, Bobby, because I like to see Jacob gets all geeked out when someone gets all about into knives with him. He oh, was yeah. holding up. By the way, Jacob, just so you know, thank God we know you, and we're not filming today because you're sitting in a, uh, in a bedroom at your mom's house, and you're <laughs> showing everybody your knife collection that you're making. It seems at the beginnings of a school shooter situation, at least an active oh, shooter my- situation.
0: Showing my uh, fellow knife en- Enthusiast Bobby <coughs> telling my knives Yes I, I, I have to be honest You miss Bobby's when collection said, When he said do you like knives I got <laughs> aroused Because I My wife hates my passion For knives And then when he brought up the knife maker There's only when you're talking it. knives You're talking a couple guys uh, Ray Mears And you're talking Jack Lore. And he brought up Jackalore, and I, uh, my heart fluttered.
1: Um, for me, it's all Stallone's survival knife or nothing. You know what I mean? If there's not a compass on the butt, I don't even want to talk about it.
0: <laughs> I hear you, Jay, but here's the thing. That <laughs> knife, you're not going to be able to build too much. Like, these knives we're talking, we could survive for, I mean, just months out in the, in the open.
1: Okay, well, here's what I can tell you about the survival knife. One, if I need to get myself stitches because I fell through some hedge and trees, uh, I got that. I could kill a right. boar. I can carve yes. up and cook said boar with a thing. Then, <laughs> yes. if yes. I end up in some sort of a tunnel, I can light a never-ending torch for some reason that never goes out <laughs> on the end of it. So, I don't know, Bobby. I think there's a lot of things you could do with that knife.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't forget, kill around 95 it. Canadian cops.
1: Oh my God! I really we've talked about First Blood on this show a lot. In fact, DJ Lou, give him a little bit. It's worth First it. First Blood. It's a long road. First <laughs> Blood. Jacob sings the, the the ending song of it. It's fantastic. We talked I've about never, that movie a lot. It's we should. Disturbing. We said uh, we should really make a we should make a movie of, like, the son of one of the cops who he murdered, who he, they were just trying to do their job because their, you know, their captain said we have to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I'm the fucking... I was the guy in the helicopter you threw a rocket. I'm the son of that guy. <laughs> That's the guy who finally gets him.
0: Um, well, I tell you, I, and I've gotten to fights with people about this. First Blood, uh, Sylvester Stallone is... That was the movie that made me go he's a, an incredible actor incredible actor
1: really first blood yeah. did you ever yep. hear did you ever hear his interview on Howard Stern about it? i thought it was it was so funny. He said that uh yeah. it was the movie had uh was a lot more dialogue by him, a lot more speaking, and he said it unfortunately when they had that edit of it, it read like a uh it was too quirky. Like a Schwarzenegger movie, like he had a lot of, like you know, stick around, you know, while he right. stabbed somebody <laughs> yeah. kind of shit. And if yes. you if you watch the movie, there's still one left. Uh, there's only one like quirky line he says left when and we, I think we talked about this Jacob right when he jumps into at the end of the movie when he's like when he steals the army truck, he jumps into the passenger side and holds a guy at knife point, and he goes drive, and then the guy's looking at him, he goes. Look at the road. That's how accidents happen. Like he's that's yeah. the only he's playful for no reason. At one time in the entire movie, he's playful. <laughs> but he said the movie had tons of that. He goes, then they went back and edited out 90% of his dialogue, and it became a really good movie. That's, that's funny. It, so.
0: His speech at the end, oh. his speech at the end. I mean, come on, dude. They, yeah. I always think of acting scenes. Like, if I, got the, if I got the gig, would I be able to do it? And I've tried to act that scene out in, like, alone or in the shower. And it's a, <laughs> I mean, to build up tears, to get to the point where you, he you says know. We're I gonna, mean, he
1: says we're going to go cruising back. When he comes back, he goes, he goes Johnny, <laughs> Johnny, I can't feel my legs. Uh, and he goes, no, I can't even get a job. Fucking, fucking cars. Fuck. Um, <laughs> It's just you it know, was the I movie he... holds zero realistic value in any way. <laughs> I mean, when he comes in, just...
0: I disagree. This is a man who needed, uh, you know, was just trying to find his way home, just trying to find a way in the world. And uh, and somebody pushed him too far. He was on the line. <laughs> he was on the edge trying to go home. And somebody pushed him too far.
1: Yeah, and you know what's really been when annoying about the whole thing? At the end of the the second to last movie. Yeah, let him feel they it. Tear your
0: dreams apart.
1: Oh, I think you give them the whole when they drew first blood. It's a long road. <laughs> And oh, it's hard as hell, there's your knife, buddy, Bobby. Tell me what <laughs> do
0: you do to survive? you guys can you guys can sing this to each other when you're sharpening
1: me. stones in the woods. <laughs> I was
0: just to imagine that out in the woods, sharpening our jack our bunnies hanging <laughs> on a tree, our soup cans <laughs> hanging over the fire,
1: you, yeah, I mean I bought somebody a
0: cheap Rambo knife when. Um, when I think First Blood Part Two came out, the uh flea markets were flooded with them. And uh it lasted a week. It was like, you know, the cheap gar- uh, knockoff. But yeah, you screwed the you unscrewed the bottom and the compass was there and had a little uh plastic packet with matches and a needle that I was never gonna use in case I needed to th- sew a wound.
1: Yeah, dude, what if you just sew a wound? <laughs> yeah. What if you have to make a choice between getting caught by the cops or jumping to your most likely death through a forest of trees on a mountain? Let's say you pull through. Let's say you pull through like Rambo did with somehow only one cut that maybe needed stitches on his arm. (laughs) (laughs) When he hit the ground, only problem, Mm -hmm. just needed a couple stitches he was able to do by himself. Um, And also, he did it right then and there, which was odd. What do you like, mean? While they were manhunting him. Yes. Like, as soon as he fell, he snuck off, he was holding his rib, and then he sews his uh, arm right then and there. It just seemed like that wouldn't have been that pressing right then and there. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but the blood was coming out, Jay. You got to take care of the wound.
1: I'm just thinking, you dude, if you, if, if you rolled your ankle in that situation, you wouldn't be like, let me ace bandage up before I keep moving. Like, you're going to go. Well,
0: dude, If if listen, if you have a... First of all, you track This is why you don't. You, me and Jacob understand the rules of the woods, and the and, and the life out there. You're tracking blood, okay? Mm-hmm. You don't want so these guys are gonna find you. You're like like a deer. They're gonna hunt yeah, you down. Your blood do is hounds. just tearing on leaves and and dripping everywhere on rocks. You gotta seal that wound though. You and plus the blood you're using is energy that you're you're expanding. You need to you need to sell that up. Get it, and the only other way is to Clint Eastwood and solder, you know, uh, cauterize it, like put some gunpowder in it and light it on fire.
1: By the way, that's what he remember what he did when he cauterized his wound in Rambo Three. He heated up the right. knife and just touched it to himself. So look at this. You know, I'm telling you, it. Yeah. How many mistakes I made in high school trying to when I was like, oh, let me look cool like this cool look that I like, um. It's a fucking miracle that I didn't ever try to go to school with like a a homemade poncho and jeans with like a a rope around my waist because I did do the, man, what a mistake for a fat kid, man, I made. It was definitely wearing a karate gi tucked into jeans like fucking Patrick Swayze in the end of Roadhouse. And I'm like, what? I didn't look like that.
0: (laughs) I did parachute pants. But when parachute pants were out, I did parachute pants <laughs> when, par- when parachute pants were at Marshalls.
1: Do you know uh, what I mean?
0: <laughs> and, and my real, <laughs> my real dad, who I never saw, I never saw. We he took me out on a hey, let's go get something, and I took him to Marshalls and I saw a pair, and they had a pair that didn't fit. It they, they were just too tight, but it was the only pair, and I was like, I want him. He goes, Well, why don't you wait? And I go, well, I never see you. Like I'll never get this again. Nobody's gonna. I was like, "Let me just get these." He goes, "All right, I bought them. warmed to school uh, at recess. Right down the middle of the asshole, just split."
1: Oh <laughs> yeah, no, okay. I I didn't. This wasn't because the pants were too small. Maybe they were, I guess. But I remember the first stone wash or acid wash jeans I ever yeah. got, and I bent over in school first period. I remember I just blew the ass out. Pinched them together with my hands and walked home. Just walked right out of school. Didn't ask for anything. Didn't say I needed to go home. I was just willing to accept whatever the fate was for me getting out of there immediately before <laughs> anyone noticed that my ass was completely out. And this is, I, this is tidy whitey days and maybe even tidy whitey days where, you know, there's fucking stains on both sides. It was bad.
0: Dude, I, I actually custom made uh, a, an acid wash dungaree jacket remember guess where yeah. they had the upside down triangle with the question mark in it mm-hmm. I I painted a, a Roy Lichtenstein on the back of it <laughs> <laughs> but it was dot uh I, I was it was dots dot art whatever I forget what they call that dot something so it was little dots little balls of paint of, of mm-hmm. Roy Lichtenstein on the back of a acid wash jacket that I war everywhere. You I'm were surprised a ba- I You didn't were a get bad boy and
1: coffee. artistic. That's rare.
0: Yes, and autistic.
1: Because I was definitely an artistic kid, but I wasn't like a uh I definitely wasn't like in any drugs or smoking cigarettes or drinking anything underage, like some fighting, but it was mostly like rarely if ever, probably never. Well, one, once I always remember cuz I tell the story of what an ass I looked like cuz I lost the fight, but like starting a fight like Never. I was in a lot of fights, but I was never looking to fight. I was more afraid to do it. But I was more. I was very artistic. It was very rare that, like, a tough kid was... Except, I always say this, there was a kid... At one point, I got, got in trouble for fighting in school a bunch, and they put us in a class, essentially. It was, like, first period. Instead of, like, homeroom or something, you had to go. And they taught a bunch of... It was me and a bunch of, like, thuggy black kids uh, had to learn... Songs that we were going to perform in the assembly ultimately, well, and good. they taught. And the songs were uh, "The Rose" by Bette Midler. Good song. That's what friends are for by uh, you know Dionne Warwick and the gang. It's another good one. And "Country Roads," I think, um, by yeah, by John Denver. But let me tell you something. Some of those tough kids, when it came time the solo and the rose, look out, Bette Midler. I gotta tell you, these kids. Kids with names you didn't know because they went by like scary sounding like uh, like street names that would, all you know, in the spring when the sun becomes the rose. (laughs) Thanks for that reverb, Lou. Um, (laughs) I hated that in school where there
0: was always that kid who wasn't the he was just, you know, quiet or whatever. And then all of a sudden you had some type of talent show and he can play the drums great or he can sing great. There was a kid uh, there who was- there was a
1: kid who was uh, definitely like I didn't know what his voice sounded like through probably 4 years of school and then when I was taking drums in school he was playing piano it was a keyboard but it was a keyboard and and singing because because of his talent they changed like the You know, the school music show would end up being, like, he does, like, three Billy Joel songs, like, singing them with the harmonica around his neck. And he was just a quiet kid who never spoke to anybody, really. Like, no friends to speak of, not a group of friends or anything. Very, very bizarre. That would be annoying as shit, because then he becomes instantly sexy because of Mystique.
0: That happened. Yep, that happened a couple times in high school. A guy would at the talent show just wails out a song, does a Huey Lewis song, knows the dance moves, does some, just, I mean, just has the jacket with the shoulder pads, comes in, kills it, takes a bow, and now he's a star. And I never had it in me. I I knew I was, I wanted to be on that stage so bad. Me too. But I, I just didn't know how to get up there. I did one time... I, uh, I sang a Barry Manilow song with a tennis racket. I'm going to sit right down and write myself a letter.
1: Oh, my and, fuck. Uh, that sounds nightmarish.
0: It was bad. It was bad. And there was a, and there was a kid in that one who played, he played the dr- fake drums to a Billy Joel song, but he played the drums perfectly. So, he, you know, like your drum off. He was amazing. Standing ovation paraded around the fucking school. And he was a nobody. After that day, he was the kid for the next year. The oh. motherfucker.
1: There was a cool kid named Lamar who I think went on to play drums for Boys to Men, ultimately. But he was Irish a, kid? in my school. Yeah, yeah, Lamar. He was an Irish kid. Freckly, just weird name, right? <laughs> yeah, Um weird. No, Lamar was really Lamar good. Lamar
0: McGillicuddy.
1: <laughs> yeah. But he was, uh, he was an amazing drummer. I'm trying to think of other talents people have. I'll tell you what's also was a weird time, and our age might Line up on this, Bobby. I don't know if it lines up or maybe this wasn't for you, or maybe it wasn't just Boston, but even in Philly, which is like a tough blue collar town too, the, the my junior high and high school years were this few year thing where like you could also be cool in school like a badass if you were a good dancer. <laughs> like Grease. No, like, not like, like Grease
0: Walter and Kinnicky?
1: No, like you got served, Kid and Play, uh, like Kid and Play. Like oh, you When talking. House Party came out, it was like, if you could yeah. take over a party by, by doing some dance moves, I'll tell you, Aaron Powers, man, he could do that split, that dance split <laughs> and pop back up from it. And man, he was also like a chubby kid, sort of. And yeah. and like the fact that he did it and could <laughs> do it so easily, I mean, I would ask him to do it for me. Like I was just a fan. Like you do the split and he would just be like, ugh, and just do it. Yeah,
0: You don't think I'm a sports guy. Oh. But I am a sports guy, but you don't have to be a stats guy. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know everybody
1: Two to six players. It's great. Uh, more or less. That's it. So if they say LeBron James uh, thirty points tonight, you're picking if he's going to get more or less than that. More. Only.
0: That's it. It's quick Thirty-one and easy.
1: points, you win. Yep. Twenty-nine points, you lose. Yeah. Thirty points, I think is a push.
0: And you know what? You can turn ten dollars into thousands of dollars, which I love with the NBA, NHL, college basketball.
1: I'm going to go with more than that. Oh, my God. I'm hitting the over on Bob Farts on Monday. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) so
0: you want to be in on this? Download the app today and use code BONFIRE for a first deposit match up to $100. That's code BONFIRE, B-O-N-F-I-R-E, for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series.
1: Hey, real quick, let's talk about one of our amazing sponsors over here at the bonfire, and that is Babbel, everybody. You know, one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works I am doing Bueno. Bueno. Yeah. That's what I learned from Babel so far. I le- wanna, Bueno.
0: Want to know what I learned from Babel? Buenos noches. Non paletano, molto bene.
1: What? Scusi. You watch your mouth...
0: Bueno noches. Omerta. Buenos Aires.
1: <laughs> La Costa Nostra.
0: Roberto.
1: Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash bonfire. Get 55% <laughs> off at babbel.com slash bonfire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bonfire. Rules and restrictions may apply.
0: Didn't, let me tell you something about dance. Can I just be honest with you about dance? hmm any, I, 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 fucking hate dance so bad. I, I over the years I hated meeting. I'd go, hey, what do you do? I'm a dancer. I would literally walk away because I don't want to hear your shit stories. I don't want to hear about your knees. I don't yeah. want to fucking pick you up from some dumb class where you stink and you're in some yeah. dumb outfit. I, 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 yeah. I hate. You can see I your, you can see your puss me.
1: sweating through some shitty shade oh, of blue. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> her, her taking off her fucking leggings and then her socks <laughs> and then her stupid tights takes 20 minutes to fuck her. Uh, her mean, beaver, her it, beaver's
1: it, all mushed up. There's like unnatural parts in it because it's all yeah. mashed down.
0: She's always got a yeast infection because she, <laughs> she has to go wait tables right after dance class. She couldn't take a shower.
1: She's drinking I mean, cranberry juice out of a wine glass. I hate this yeah. pig. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dude. I fucking hate dance so much. And and here's the thing, there was a time with mm. um now don't get me wrong, Saturday Night Fever great movie. The second one infuriates me. Yeah, it shouldn't Dude, be fucking- it
1: shouldn't have been that shouldn't have been his trajectory of life. You're absolutely right. You're talking about Staying Alive of course directed by Stallone. Not, yes. Um but uh it, it, that's that's not the trajectory of whatever. You're the coolest guy dancing in a nightclub doesn't send yeah. you over to like no. Jungle-themed fucking Broadway, man. You just get some <laughs> pussy for a few years. You no, fucking you weirdo.
0: Know, he, he's going to wind up, <laughs> up at the pizza place. Then yeah. it's going to be a restaurant. Then he's going to fucking get in the mob. He's going to open up his own dance club. And he's going he's gonna to be the king of fucking Brooklyn. And by the time the second one came out, the real estate, real estate prices go up. He owns his mother's house and a few other houses. And he's fucking rich.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, well, that song.
1: Let me uh, come on. You like the song? Then turn problem. that up. This is Frankie Stallone. <laughs> Buddy, that's the problem. Save <laughs> me, darling. <laughs> I am down, but I am far from over.
0: <laughs> uh, let me tell you something. Yeah, I was really rooting against you, but then I saw the the fingerless mittens really pulled it off.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm staying alive. These are my staying alive yeah, gloves.
0: Like, dude, it is infuriating dance movies here's one that's i mean it's so fascinating to me that they made two of these maybe three but the first one is so you have to watch it when it's on is breaking breaking
1: there's only two
0: okay dude it is so fucking bad Mm -hmm. the dance moves and that that stuff that all that stupid shit it's not that hard to do break dancing in my brain i thought it was amazing it's not really that amazing. It's not like fucking circus Soleil shit. They're just spinning.
1: The acrobatics make- of it were the things that make it look cool. Overall, it's not a big a thing. But I'll tell you what, three times a month in this house, I watched the video for Ain't Nobody with the breaking, the whole breaking thing in it when they're practicing. Love oh. it. Rest in peace. Uh, Shabadoo just died recently. Ozone. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love that movie. Good. <laughs> Don't Good. tell Turbo that. Uh.
0: Oh, look look at this. Look at this.
1: Boop pop zip. Boop. Turn your turn around. Oh. Okay. Do you know where this happened? Bobby by the way? No way. They uh they had a uh, three-picture deal with her. she was in something Lucinda Dickey and they gave her a three-picture deal with like that shitty Going Globus Company or whatever, yeah. So they just had to fart these movies out. Like they're just made around. Like they had to give her a movie. So they were like, break dancing's popular. She's in break. She's in Breaking One, Two, and a movie called Ninja Three: The Domination. That's her whole career.
0: <laughs> okay. First of all, she's as flat as the guy she's dancing with. Second of all,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to
0: say something. Every guy in this watching it now as a father, a fifty-year-old father. Every guy in this is gay.
1: Very possibly gay. I, th- I, th- I thought you were gonna say this- I thought you were gonna say every guy and this first of all she hangs out with a gay black guy and she's breakdancing <laughs> with two other black guys. And I'll tell you who I simp when I was young, I was like, look at her stuffy parents when she brings her breakdance friends over to the to the fancy party. And now I'm like, Hey bitch, keep your fucking friends away from the fancy party. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: tell your friends to stop reaching in with the cocktail sauce twice with their fingers. Yeah. Man, I love a, oh, I loved Turbo Nozon. Awesome. She had a good bot She had a good ass.
0: She's got a good ass. I. She's got an all right body. Look at these guys. Ready, dude. That is. If you saw those guys walking down the street today, you'd be like, "Oh, it's Pride Month."
1: <laughs> yeah, you know it's funny. Godfrey always told me a story that he was out in L.A. like way after this movie, and he saw Turbo, the little one. He saw him at a uh, like a just a red light or something. He was like, "Oh man, Turbo!" And he said, "Turbo like did like a like one of these to wave high, like he, he like did a worm with his hand to say all hi." Right, and then I, Godfrey I, said he was just like, "Ugh."
0: All <laughs> right, I gotta I gotta I gotta be honest with you now. I gotta I gotta bring something up that it, I did because I'm trashing this guy.
1: Mm-hmm. When I was in
0: six sixth sixth grade, mm-hmm. I snuck into the seventh grade dance at St. Joseph's. Okay. And Carol Carol Coughlin was there, who was my love of my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, blonde, hay hair. She lived around the corner, but from my grandmother, but in the rich section of Medford, she was gorgeous. And uh, I made my way across the gym. Everybody was dancing, and she, I was smoking a cigarette in the gym. In the gym. Six, sixth grade, smoking a bud. She walked over to me for the first time in my life. And she went, "Hey, can I have a cigarette?" And I took one out of the box, and I, I took it out, and I went like this.
1: Oh shit! And oh, and I,
0: I get, I did the, the wave. Oh my god! And I handed it to her because I was in the middle of dancing, and she, you know what? Now I know why I hate dancing. Now this I know. It. I just we just therapied me. I know why i hate dancing because she looked at me disgusted took the cigarette walked away and then i went over to her friends and i heard them laughing at me <laughs> oh. now i know now i know that's why the I hate reason kids. for sure for you
1: yeah oh. that is the reason without a doubt i think i see you do the old cigarette trick where you're like can i have a cigarette you go um oh can you <laughs> like you pulled out of your nose amazing jonathan it to her um <laughs> I always said the funniest thing to me was, I said, talking about moments meaning something to you and not to anybody else. Is that Janessa Faragelli, my high school crush, when I went to a dance, I went to a dance that I was punished from going to, but I was like, I'm going anyway. And my mom was like, you go to this thing, you're going to be fucked on the back end of it. Like, you're going to be punished longer. And I was like, I don't care. I'm going. And I just went to this thing without a date when everybody else was pretty much there with a date. i've always showed we've showed the picture before i took a picture with the somebody else's girlfriend because i needed somebody to take the picture with uh he was not threatened by that at all he was like sure go ahead and when i (laughs) danced with my high school crush just the difference in our eyes she was like haphazardly like one arm up on my shoulder which was all i needed and you know, the other thing was just kind of like looking and talking to friends while I was, and I was so zoned into like in my mind, I was looking into her mind's eye. I was seeing through to the real her, <laughs> and it was that, that. And the song that it was too just always makes me laugh. It's that pretty brown eyes, you know, <laughs> like the nineties. What? It's pretty brown what eyes, dude. That? Mint condition. The way you treat me. Did you go to a black brown. high school. Uh, yeah. Pretty much as it became, yeah. It, but again, it's funny. Never, this this it's song funny would it,
0: never be played at my high school.
1: No, but it's funny. Like I said before <laughs>
0: that, that's it, some that's some R and B stuff right there. It,
1: is this the most woke you can be? Until I moved to South Jersey, I didn't realize that I lived in a black neighborhood or really went to a black. It didn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because I say a black high school? But there was like percentage white kids, but just it never. Uh, it didn't break out because- into a race thing in that neighborhood for some reason. Maybe as like when I left, and it did. Like cause I think now it's pretty much just a black neighborhood all around.
0: I went to a black. I went to a, bla- went to a pre- predominantly black uh, middle school. I didn't know that either until I went to high school, to a different high school, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is." There was like well- one black kid.
1: When I you when know? I switched over to South Jersey, I'm telling you, like, and it's funny, the, the ones that became like, friends of mine were like, there was like four black kids in the school. You know, it was like very yeah. few, like very, my, very few. Justin my Wright, was, my, Kyle Wright, my, not related.
0: My problem was like Footloose. You know what I mean? Uh, that was the music. There was a yeah. lot of bopping around and a lot of... Yeah, it's no, not not flattened. not you.
1: You can't look cool to it. You got to look. You got to like really put it out there for it. And and a white guy going for it. And I'm glad we bring this up, by the way, because I'd like to introduce. And Bobby, you're here on a good day, because late last night yeah. we were hanging out, me and Isabella and Christine. Isabella yeah. took off this morning uh, for Florida, but th- we were up late last night and we just popped on. I haven't had cable in a long time, Bobby. I've had a uh, Directv. I haven't had local cable, so now I have uh, Verizon FiOS. Hmm.
0: DirecTV with the fucking the, and the the antenna on the roof.
1: Yeah, love it. What? Because you get the you get the football package and everything on it. Okay, okay It was huge yeah. for the Eagles, but so they um, so I usually to DirecTV. Now we have cable, and with local cable comes, and I always forget this a public access television mm-hmm. and public access television. When you just there's nothing else on, you're not inspired for anything. Just thumb through them. What people will pay money out of their pockets to bring to you, the viewer, is insane. And we found a show called Late Night with Johnny P. It's been around for years and years and years. Based out of Staten Island. A lot of comics we know, Bobby, have done this show, apparently. A public access comedy show. I know the show.
0: I actually know exactly what you're talking about. Me and Billy Burr, we lived together. My first night in... New York City, when mm. he wasn't there. I turned on public asset access and I saw a man sucking a cop's toe through a slack sock. Really? Uh, oh, yeah, dude. Back in the day, they used to have um uh, sex uh, on public asset uh, access.
1: Uh, no, this guy's not definitely doesn't have sex going No,
0: about. but I, I know this show. I know this show.
1: Yeah, yeah, on, the on public access, you can not have nudity for sure, which is great, but uh, this Late Night with Johnny P., he just has on, everyone's a star, and it's just one of those like, all right, our music guest tonight is a country rock star, and then it's just like some girl from down the street like singing a song. But he does have, because they're so irrelevant in the world, I'm sorry to say, he does have um, like legitimate from the time what do you? Uh, what's that music called? Freestyle music, which was DJ Lou's nodding his head. I don't know if if that's what they even called it. All over the place. That might be tri-state area, but mm-hmm. I'll tell you, freestyle music is like uh, what do we always do? The one I hear Lou like, "Yo, my dream boy, you been in it?" Like just dance music. It would be called, I guess, just dance music of the '90s when it was all just one-hit wonders. This late night with Johnny P has them on, and he brings out a guy. Who I, I'm ashamed to say, his second song let me know that I'm like, oh, this guy was actually like legit. Now, you got to start from the beginning, Christine. Um, this guy was legit like club music guy. But this is yeah, it's 2014 this episode's from. This bulb-nosed drunk from fucking Staten Island. He brings out, uh, it's Noel. This is, Does that this name is ring a bell for Devalch's,
0: you? This is John Travolta's trajectory right here. He should have had this show. <laughs> and the second saturday night fever
1: so this is noel uh who had silent morning i believe was his big hit that was his big hit silent morning but he comes out
0: in the back right there with the hair look at her hair
1: oh yeah fucking grandma
0: well let me tell you i'll tell you what that is too because my mom cuts old ladies hairs they get their hair done oh yeah not did (laughs) That that thing you have to sleep sitting straight up. You can't fuck with that for like three months.
1: No, no you don't. Well, you know, get to the chorus of "Silent Morning," Christine, just real quick. So I want Bobby to go. Oh yeah, I remember this song.
0: So this was a one-hit wonder from the '90s. This guy who's singing now.
1: Yes. So He's also just singing over the actual song, which is great. Inside, Come on, makes me feel alive. alive. Uh, 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 uh. Love the song. And there's a seal in your kiss what I see in your eyes Takes me to pass Silent morning I wake up and you're not by my side Morning. This is the part where he
0: realizes a leather jacket was the wrong move because he's already sweating.
1: No, he, I'll tell you right where he gets it. So get off this song, Christine, before he starts going ape shit. I love this song, by the way. Great song. Yeah, we all did. But go back, but go to the question, the other performance, because the opening of this performance here, Bobby, uh, is just, uh, <laughs> as a comic, as a comedian, it's, uh, I'm not using the word sellout uh, in the sense of like uh like you know giving of yourself i'm talking about selling when you know when they say like somebody like dives over the fence for the ball he's just selling out he's just giving his whole body for it he's going he's diving for that catch and, and like you have that thing in you where it's like I might look like an ass when I do this. this guy doesn't care. this guy comes and sells out opening of the song to this sad studio audience for people who have no idea who he is. He was a one-hit wonder. Uh, no exaggerate. Twenty years before this,
0: except the lady with the hair.
1: the <laughs> lady with the fan. hair. She's, she's been following him. She's been she's given him five hand jobs in yeah. six different cities.
0: Oh fuck! Yeah. Absolutely, she's definitely blown him a couple times and never told his wife. And no. she's roller skated with him a couple times. Absolutely, yeah.
1: she's a yeah. soldier.
0: She's a soldier right there. Maybe the lady in the back too—that looks like a dude, but it's really a guy. She yeah, looks right. like a puppet. See yeah, fu- yeah, really
1: sure does. She looks like fucking jigsaw. <laughs> I thought it was—I Car- thought it was Karen Bergreen. Um, please, yeah, name play this. Name. Play this for the crew. With purpose, he walks out. This will be up on at the Bonfire SXM.
0: Songs called the question.
1: Word. Dude, Bobby, this brought me so much fucking joy yesterday. Oh, my God. It's still so long before he sings.
0: Because he learned that. He learned learned that with a choreographer back in the day. He did that at every nightclub (laughs) when he sang this song. That's the thing he learned.
1: Oh, you think in his his head it's just like two, three, four, slip. That's all it is. One, two,
0: three, four, exactly.
1: Can you get to the middle, Christine, when he does the fucking and I'm not lying to you, windmill kick? No. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, dude, that move, he's known that move for twenty-seven years. That was his first opening move.
1: Yeah, it might be here.
0: Yes, he's doing it again. One, two, three, four, five, one. And spin. Pop, spin. Pop. spin. Back over, yeah. Shoulder down, shimmy up, dip it dip, down. Shit, over, leg
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, if, if it's not the end of this song, it's in the middle of Silent Morning. But you'll see, you'll see in a little box.
0: Oh, this guy. Move
1: forward a little bit. Go a little quicker.
0: See, he probably start, he probably did that
1: dance move with a bunch of guys all doing the same move.
0: Oh, but he had yeah, he had dudes with him. Yeah. yeah.
1: definitely. Oh. Yeah. I bet. What are you guys saying? Are you saying that maybe one of these guys should bring some fucking girls with them? Yeah. Oh, this, Somebody might, be this, did that with this might be This might be the windmill.
0: Oh, God. Here it is. Here it goes. Shoulder down. And...
1: No, it's going to be the next song. Go to the other song and just go right to the... You'll see it right away. I want to see the windmill kick, but then I want to show you one more of these freestyle yeah, guys you know. who does bring <laughs> two women who are working way too hard for what the reward is going to be. Christine, go to the other oh, wow. video, the, the silent morning one.
0: This is a suck. This is the guy you get into a fight with at a red light by accident. Get you, your ass kicked by silent morning, dude.
1: No shit, dude. And you wouldn't even know. They, even when they say, dude, you just got beat up by Noel. And you go, I don't know, Noel. And they go, <laughs> right, silent morning. And then, they, by the way, same thing I did. They go, silent morning. I go, no idea. And then they play it and you go, oh, silent morning. morning. Wake up and you're morning. not by my, by side. my side. Here, silent right there, Christine. Morning. Take it right there. What, he beat you up with the same
0: kick he does in this video.
1: its I'll tell you what. This kick would lay you the fuck out if it makes contact. <laughs> this thing is deadly. Go ahead, Christine. Bam! Wow!
0: That's pretty good, dude.
1: That guy could kick a pinata. That thing was up.
0: That's when he stopped the cho- choreographer. He's like, hey, I just want to add one little thing. If we can, I think it'd be good. <laughs> and he's there like oh i love it i love it i add that
1: have i thrown a top kick oh
0: my god <laughs>
1: can i tell you something doing yeah. that as a fat guy my whole life the idea of doing that <laughs> in jeans and a tight fucking leather jacket is mind-numbing it's mind-blowing no, yeah. i should say
0: oh dude as a fat guy most of my life on and off uh Like stuff like that. I remember Jean Claude Van Damme when he did the split and Bloodsport. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do that. My that was my dream in life to just do a split (laughs) on two, like my balcony at a hotel. Like some (laughs) chick wakes up after I I just boned her all night. Where are and she comes out on the balcony. I'm just out there drinking coffee, splitting on (laughs) like
1: (laughs) (laughs) Christine. You know me better than anybody. If I had a genie with three wishes, one of those wishes would be what? Spin kick. What? <laughs> Spin kick. No. What no. do I want to do so bad? Split. I talk about this a lot. Uh, Thought you were going to be there for me. Man, there was yeah. really one set of, There was really one set of footprints in the sand there, huh? You've been listening to SiriusXM's
0: Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows
1: always on SiriusXM.
0: When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice.
1: Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac?